Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash a mad butthole mixed with relationships and updates and all that good stuff. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Levozy Demama. I don't know if I got that right. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Letting My Stepmother Meet My Daughter? And it does have a couple of updates with it. So, myself, 33 female, and my husband, 38, have a three-month-old daughter. My stepmother is strictly prohibited from approaching me and my baby, and consequently, my father refuses to see his granddaughter without his wife. For context, my stepmother had a clandestine abortion in her youth and had several complications which left her infertile. When she married my father, she immediately came to me and my siblings as her children, being very pushy and invasive and wanting to outdo our mother, who is alive and present in our lives. Even when we were kids, the situation made us uncomfortable and our obsession with motherhood and being our only mother scared us and drove us away completely. My father, wanting her to be happy, started trying to force us to call her mummy. Eventually, our mum got our custody and we moved across the country. Over the years and the physical distance, my relationship with them became more tolerable. There were occasional problems, such as the fact that she wanted to be mentioned as a mother in the wedding invitations or when she tried to adopt my niece after my sister-in-law's death, declaring that my brother was unable to raise his daughter. Before the pandemic, she and my father moved to my state, something common for retirees. She started posting photos of my ultrasounds and baby clothes with captions like, looking forward to my baby's arrival, or at last entering the journey of motherhood. I scolded her and demanded that she delete the posts. And then the physical harassment began. As we live in the same condominium, she started to come to my house several times a day to check me fight with me about what I ate and set up a complete nursery in her house, telling me that the baby would need to spend the first few days without someone more experienced to take care of him. When we found out it was a girl, she immediately started saying that finally her Christina would come and how her dream would finally come true. I immediately denied that this would be my daughter's name and made it clear that she would not be a mother figure to my baby. My stepmother then reminded me that a lot can happen during childbirth and that it was better that my SO and I understood that she and my father were prepared for any eventuality and that I couldn't be cruel and deny her the closest thing she'd ever have to a daughter since I didn't accept being her daughter. After that and other comments and actions, my husband and I decided to take some action in case she tried something. And now, three months after my baby was born, my father refuses to visit his granddaughter even though we live close together, as I don't allow his wife to play mother and daughter with her. I understand that she has frustrated maternal instincts, but my daughter is not her replacement baby. So Reddit, am I wrong? 
no the way that this has been explained in this story that that would be seriously worrying to me that behavior posting photos saying looking forward to my baby's arrival and at last entering the journey of motherhood setting up a full nursery in her house and you know trying to control what you eat and various things like that and even naming your baby her christina saying you know she would come and as always i'm not diagnosing or anything like that but it does sound like she's mentally unwell as she sounds pretty dangerously obsessed in this particular situation and i think if i was in op shoes i would be looking to go complete no contact at least for the time being if you know she's not going to help herself and dad keeps enabling it and not actually getting the help either and i don't want this next bit to come across like i'm making excuses for for this person or anything like that because i'm not but i gotta say i do feel sorry for them in the situation about what they've been through and i just wished that they that they would reach out to try and get some help i'm not sure if they ever will or if we're going to find that out in the update or whatever but it really does sound like they need some form of help. Again, not excusing the behavior at all. I think OP should be going no contact with this person at the moment. I don't think they're mentally healthy in my opinion. So we have some relevant comments on this post as well. One user says, not the asshole, trust your parental instincts. You are not obliged to humor her. Your father is capable of making his own decisions. OP replied saying, thanks. Her attitude makes me very uncomfortable and my husband is also worried. My dad says she's just very motherly and that is only natural for her to want to come close to the children in the family since she was never able to be a mother. I adore him, but he accuses me of being insensitive and denying my daughter the love of an extra mother. Another user says, not the asshole. Best advice, move away from her. She doesn't care about you and it's clear from the interactions that she has manipulative ways of trying to undermine your choice. OP replies saying, she was always like that. I think she resents the fact that my two brothers and I never accepted her as our new and only mother and that we preferred to live with our birth mother away from her and my father. She tried to get a surrogate through an agency, but apparently they realized she wasn't very mentally stable. Another user says, not the arsehole. Your stepmother is way over the line and her obsession with your child and supposed motherhood over it is frankly creepy. If she cannot respect your boundaries, then she does not need to have a role in your child's life. OP replies saying, My brother said the same thing. He refused to have contact with her and my father since she tried to usurp my niece when he became a widower. She and my father used the excuse that they wanted to help my brother who was in mourning and ended up not wanting to return the child. There was even a need for police involvement and court order to recover my niece, who was four at the time. A user questioned that saying, so your father was complicit in basically kidnapping your brother's daughter to which OP replied, yes. Another user asked, not the arsehole, honestly, she sounds crazy. Like grab your baby in the middle of the night and run off crazy. Why didn't she adopt or foster if she wanted kids that bad? You shouldn't let her anywhere near your without some serious therapy and never around the baby without you or your husband being present the entire time. I know your dad wants to make his wife happy, but he's an arsehole here. He's majorly enabling her and not thinking about anyone else. OP replies saying, My stepmother has certain principles regarding heredity and therefore refuses to adopt a child. She doesn't know where she comes from. She's already tried to get a surrogate, but the staff at the agency she sought to broker the process didn't think she was stable enough, mentally speaking. Since then, she has focused all her energy on being not a grandmother, but a mother to my nephews and nieces. But my older brother is no contact with her, and my dad and my other brother lives on another continent with his family. I am her only option. 
Regarding therapy, my father even tried to get her to go, but she refuses to go to a crazy doctor. The agency was right on the money with her. Has she tried to come over uninvited or anything since the baby was born or been harassing at all? Opie replied saying, she tried to make a few visits and the last time my husband found her hanging around our garden trying to find the nursery window. After that, we changed the fence and gate and she had made a copy of the key to the old one. She called several times, including when I was still in the hospital, crying and saying that I was cruel and sadistic for taking away her chance to take care of her little girl and that all she wanted was the love and joy only a mother can feel. A user says, definitely not the asshole. Does your father and stepmother have custody of your niece? I wouldn't want someone that unstable around me and my kids either. She needs therapy. OP replied saying, no, they didn't get custody of my niece. In fact, my brother only recently came back to talk to our father and my niece talks to him by video call, but they don't come to visit in person. So update one says, my husband and I hardly slept that night, partly because we've been reading your answers and partly because a three month old baby sleeps as little and breastfeeds as much as possible. Thanks to you, I was able to see that my father will never protect his children, especially if it means putting limits on my stepmother. But the big point, the straw which broke the camel's back, was what happened this morning. As I work from home and my husband owns his own company, we decided to streamline the moving process. What was our surprise to find our stepmother in tears at our gate, properly locked, screaming and begging for my forgiveness and claiming that all she wanted was love, happiness, and that I had no right to deny anything so small to her. For me, it was like coming out of shock. After threatening to call the police, my father finally came and took his wife home. Immediately, I called my stepfather and he and my mother came to pick us up. I was glad he came and he's a very intimidating man as well as being a retired police officer. We've packed a few essentials and the three of us will be staying at my mum's house for now. She lives in an apartment with plenty of space and three levels of security to allow access. We are in contact with our attorney who will refer to us someone who specializes in family status and we will seek to get a restraining order under our old address. P.S. To someone who asked me in private, my sister-in-law's death was caused, according to the police report, by an alleged mechanical failure in her car. At the time, with the whole situation going on with my brother and niece, I never really went into the matter. And as the other person who asked, my mother is Chilean, but she has lived in the United States since she was 20 years old. She's an American citizen, legally speaking, whereas my stepfather, father and stepmother are all North American by birth. I have dual nationality. Update two. Well, it's been two weeks since my original post and I felt compelled to let you know who supported and advised me so much. A lot happened, but I will try to summarize. We blocked my dad and stepmother from phones and social media. Unfortunately, this only made the situation worse. My stepmother began to speak ill of me to anyone who would listen, our neighbors, friends, family members, and even our church priest. The last few days have been a campaign, but thank God people were able to see her insanity and she ended up losing a lot of important people. We put our house up for sale and we are currently in the process of purchasing an apartment in my mother's building. Enhanced security is an attraction. In addition to the fact that items such as fingerprints are required for access. The garage also requires an access code and this makes the building very secure. Following recommendations, we've taken our cars for a review and we're in the process of getting a restraining order. 
based on the evidence we already have, such as audio and video of my stepmother's behavior. I completely cut off contact with my father and my brothers did the same. As for the possibility of my stepmother calling the CPS, when my husband went to get the rest of our belongings five days ago, along with my brothers-in-law and father-in-law, my stepmother said that stealing her baby would not go unpunished. We'll show everyone in the world that the two of us weren't good parents and that we were prepared because she wouldn't give up her baby. According to my father-in-law, her expression and speech caught the attention of the neighbors and some of them assured my husband that they supported us, including noting a rapid and dangerous mental decline. The fact that my father did nothing to stop this episode ended up sealing the end of our relationship. And so, this is the update so far. My mother and I only walk along the shore accompanied by my stepfather, who is now constantly armed, and he assured me that he would end my stepmother's existence before she steals his granddaughter. I still can't sleep properly and I'm paranoid about the baby monitor, doors and windows, even though my mum lives on the 15th floor. Because of this, I am actively seeking a therapist and my husband and I are closer and closer than ever. We will review all the legal issues regarding our wills and the custody not only of our little girl but also of any baby we have in the future. For now, that's it. Thank you all for the support, advice, criticism and immense help. I promise to inform you of any news. And one of the saddest things that really jump out to me in this, I know this is likely down to mental issues or or whatever, as again, not diagnosing, but that's just the way it feels whilst reading this story. It's just not normal behavior, is it? But just like in an ideal situation and everyone acting normal, she would have got her wish. But, but I really struggle with a father just doing absolutely nothing about this and just enabling this behavior completely. Absolute madness. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for telling my boyfriend something he found exciting was stupid? My 19 female boyfriend, Zach, 19 male, have been together for about a year. This between us is great and we're very close and loving. Zach, just like a lot of people, has a lot of hobbies. He likes rugby, swimming, singing, and of course, video games. He's been a gamer ever since he was little and I was cool with it, even though he does it quite often. <laughs> as it really didn't matter much i didn't really care to show interest in the games though his favorite game recently is super mario bros classic he's been working hard the past month on the game to finish levels and unlock new worlds he was really excited about unlocking this one world in particular and was telling me just how excited he was 
He didn't talk about it much, but eventually it got kind of annoying. Apparently, the levels needed to be completed to unlock the world were very hard. We were hanging out at his place one night and after a while, I was in Zach's room just eating and watching TV while he was gaming in the living room. Eventually, I heard Zach frantically call out to me. Getting worried, I ran over quickly to see him smiling big. He started pointing to the TV and shouting all excited that he finally beat the level and unlocked the world he's been so excited about. I laughed and congratulated him with a hug and kiss before sitting beside him. He started telling me more and more about the hard levels he had to complete to do it and he also started showing me the world itself. Eventually, I grew uninterested as it really wasn't that interesting to me. So after a few short minutes, I cut him off and said something like, okay, relax, I get it. You beat the stupid levels and got the damn world. Whoop-dee-doo, I don't care anymore. I said it in a slightly annoyed and sarcastic tone, but I wasn't mad. Zach's face right away dropped and he looked hurt. All he did was mumble a fine and turn away from me. He shut the TV down without even trying out the new world. He unlocked and went to his room. The rest of the night was very quiet. He wasn't mad at me, but he just seemed hurt. I felt like he was trying to guilt me because this was just way overreacting. I mean, it was just a goddamn game and here he is almost crying. So, am I the asshole? Edit. Thank you all for the replies, even the harsh ones. I've realized I'm 100% the asshole, and I accept that what I did was absolutely horrible to Zach. I plan to give him a long apology and I hope it will make things right, but if not, I'll understand. And an update may or may not happen. And as a gamer myself, don't get to game as much these days, but I remember Super Mario Bros. Get into a new world and all that sort of stuff. It was exciting times. And whilst I do get, you know, people that don't enjoy gaming, some people just don't get it. But I think that, that sort of attitude can be transferred across many, many hobbies. And I think the way OP approached this saying, yeah, okay, relax, I get it. You beat the stupid levels and got the damn world. whoop de doo I don't care anymore, was just way over the top. There's just no need to cut someone off like that and, and be and be that rude. I mean, I, I'm not going to be saying, you know, you should be breaking up or anything like that over this. I mean, you can easily talk this out, I think. But a couple of examples just jumped into my head instantly. Like literally three days ago, I was sat with a friend, you know, having a coffee or whatever. And they were telling me about the new blinds they've got in their house that, that match their furniture and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not going to lie. Five minutes of talking about blinds in different colors. Me being colorblind is quite frustrating anyway. You know, it's fine. I can deal with it. But this went on for about half an hour about talking about different colors of blinds. Oof. And I got no interest in that. I really don't, but I didn't stop the person and say, look, I'm not interested no more. <laughs> I just don't care as much. Probably arsehole of me, it did pop into my head. I just went along with it because that was the excitement in their voice. It was something that they really enjoyed. And I was happy to see my friend happy about that. And I got another little, another little cheeky example from many, many moons ago. I'm taking you back here if you're fellow gamers. The first Resident Evil, PlayStation 1, oof. <laughs> used to absolutely love that game. And I had another friend who wasn't a gamer, but would insist after like every playthrough I had a decent playthrough on Resident Evil, they would insist on meeting up over a beer. I had to tell them the story. <laughs> they didn't want to watch the game because they didn't like it, but they liked the story behind it. So I had to sit there and basically almost like a narration <laughs> to them about Resident Evil, about what happened during that playthrough. Fucking Wesker, man. Don't get me started on that guy. Anyway. I've gone absolutely off on one. I do apologize. Let's get into that update. 
Thank you everyone who commented on my old post. I read as many of the comments as I could and took each into consideration. Thanks for helping me realize that what I did to Zach was majorly wrong. I know this update is early, but honestly, everything that needed to happen, happened already. After realizing what an asshole I was, I wanted to try and fix things ASAP. So I thought of things I could physically give to Zach, along with a long apology to show how sorry I was. Since I love painting, I spent last night making him one on a canvas. It was a pretty creative spin-off to the world that he unlocked in the game. I added a cool background to it and changed up a few things to make it look really cool. After that, I also wrote a mini love note. This morning, I went to buy something as well. He'd been planning to buy this new video game in the future, so I bought it for him. On my way home, I also bought a bouquet of flowers, lavenders, since purple is his favorite color for him. When I got home, I wrapped the game and canvas and put it in the bag. Then I called Zach and asked if I could come over for a bit. Zach has been quieter with me since the incident, but he agreed anyway. I drove over there with my gifts. Before giving the gifts, I wanted to apologize. I told him how horrible it was of me to say what I said that day and that if I could take it back, I would. I also told him how much I love seeing him happy and, and I didn't know what came over me. I said that if he ever had anything he wanted to talk to me about with gaming, I'd be happy to listen. I did say that since I'm not a gamer, I won't understand but to please tell me anything anyway. I also apologized for thinking he was guilting me by being sad. So stupid of me. I was apologizing and rambling for a good 10-ish minutes but, and by the end we were tearing up. Then I gave him my gift. He loved the flowers, painting and note and was very excited about the game. He told me thank you and said he loved everything which made me smile and cry a little since I felt bad. Zach told me he was very relieved to hear everything I just said since he'd been thinking about it. We talked more about how everything made him feel in the moment and I apologized more and tried to reassure him. He smiled and told me it was okay. I told him I'd understand if he wants to break up over this but he said he doesn't want to. He just said to try and be nicer about it next time which of course I will. We made a few small compromises to make sure none of that happened again. We hugged and kissed and I apologized more. I suggested playing the new game together and he happily agreed. Everyone probably wanted him to leave me but I'm happy to say he didn't. He's given me another chance and I'll be sure not to blow it. Thanks again. And there we have it. An absolutely wonderful little ending to that story there. And I didn't read the comments out after the original post. There was a, a fair few comments like Opie was saying at the very end there, you know, to just say that he should dump you and, you know, he should get rid of you and all this kind of stuff. And I got I to gotta be honest, that just didn't sit right with me in this situation. I didn't think it was, I don't think she had bad intentions at all. Like I said previously, there's nothing wrong with, you know, disliking a certain hobby, not being interested in a certain hobby, but, you know, her delivery was just awful, which they can and have moved past. And I hope whatever their future holds, it's all positive for them. Anyway, let me know what your thoughts are on this story, what your thoughts are on the update. Can you relate to this story at all? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time with me today. 20 to 30 minutes of your time. It's absolutely incredible. And I will never get over the love and support that you've shown. I put a message on, on YouTube the other day talking about my father, you know, who passed away a year on the 25th of this month, March. And the absolute messages I received, I got to tell you, you had me ugly crying at points that day. <laughs> and telling me your own stories and your own battles as well. It's what I absolutely 
love about this channel. Keep being you. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe That the line between love wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere You're selling false hope cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't care Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby it's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.